This episode is brought to you by Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. In breaking news, leading scientists worldwide are conducting experiments to determine if Reese's Peanut Butter Cups are the perfect combination of peanut butter and chocolate. However, it appears the study was inconclusive, as the scientists couldn't help but eat all the Reese's. Because when you want something sweet, you can't do better than Reese's. Find Reese's now at a store near you. This is the Weekly Scramble, a place where we chat about life over a cold one. Or two. Or three. It's time to belly up to the pod with Mike Fratelloni and your host, Chris Reavers. That's right. It's time for the Weekly Scramble. My name is Chris Reavers. You can hear me on Garage Logic every day and also Tuesdays on the Weekly Scramble with my buddy Mike Fratelloni of Fratelloni's Ace Arbor and Garden Stores. Hello, Michael. Hi, Don Reavers. Good. We uh, we should explain to the listeners that we uh, we had to take uh, the week off last week. Uh, due to scheduling issues, yeah. um, so we apologize for that. That's all right. You had played some best ofs on Garage Logic. Yeah, yes. And uh, you don't know this about me, but I'm a slight insomniac, so I put earbuds in at night. Do you so really? my brain hears something different than my than what's going on in my head, right? Okay. And all I heard all last night as I was listening to the best of, because I basically put Garage Logic podcast on and play that just to soothe myself, is Sushare's <laughs> laughing, waking me up because you kept playing best ofs. Yeah. They were hilarious. Okay, good. If, you know, I'm not a big fan of best ofs. In fact, every time it happens, I get actually kind of pissed. I get a little annoyed. And then you text me. And then I'm like, why are you doing a best of? Like, why aren't you guys working? Why don't you record it the day before? Right. But they were brilliant. Good. Normally, I don't listen to them. I'm going to be honest. Yeah. But absolutely last night. In the middle of the night, waking me up with the Joe Suchere honk. Well, and it was uh, it was inspired, I think, by a listener who sent us an email from Alaska mm-hmm. in which someone, he, his truck was stolen, I believe, and his GL Best of CD oh, was no. inside, so he <laughs> oh, no. lost it. Oh, no. And so then I thought, you know what? Here you go, man. I got you go. I got your back. Yeah, so record anyway. this podcast and you got it. Well, thank you very much. I appreciate that. So uh, here we go. It's another edition of the Weekly Scramble. And guess what I think is taking off? It's... It's it's uh, the nation is clamoring. I don't know for another installment of Ask Mike oh, Anything. Oh, I'm so excited about so this. So I got an email, and by the way, if you want to, uh, if you want to shoot us an email, you can either find us uh, on the uh, Garage Logic page. Uh, you can find our show how to how to email the show and just submit an email that way. Or if you'd like, you can just email me directly. It's uh, crevers at garagelogic.com. It's just and that easy. Did they start with Hail the Scramble Kings? No, let's see. Because I think we got to steal that. I think that's. You fantastic. think we should? I think we already did because one guy already wrote it. Okay, sounds good. All hail the the Scramble Kings. All right, so this comes to us from Keith in St. Petersburg, Florida. Thanks for rubbing it in, Keith. Keith. We really appreciate that. No, I'm just kidding. Thank you so much for the email. Um, The Ask Mike Anything. Reeves, Ask Mike This. Are you ready? I am. And this is what, here's what I love about this segment. You have, no, but you have no, no, and you shouldn't be, and here's why. You have absolutely no idea what I'm about to throw at you. Mm hmm. And yet, I know you will have a thoughtful, practical answer. Well, okay. Let's give it to me. Let's All right. Reavers, ask Mike anything. Let's say your boss calls and immediately says, hurry, I need you to bring me a hammer. Then his phone goes dead, and you can't reach him to ask more questions. So you look into the tool wagon, and there's every possible hammer to choose from. There's the ball peen, the claw, the, the body hammers of every type, even miners' hammers. Which hammer do you take to your boss? who is getting more and more impatient as the seconds tick by. Thank you so much, Keith. St. Petersburg, Florida. Super, super easy. All right. You 100% find MC Hammer. And then you bring it to your boss, and you say, 
here's MC Hammer, and they're going to say, no, I meant a claw hammer, and say, boss, be a little bit more specific next time, because I brought you MC Hammer, which is way better than any claw, framing, uh, mallet, any other type of hammer, right? And even with that answer, you disappointed me. You should have said, here's MC Hammer, and you can't touch this. You just can't touch this. That's but where I thought you were going. Time, it is right? hammer time. By so the way, that, did you know that he was a bat boy? Uh, yeah. Yeah, his dad... Used to didn't his dad used to work for some team and he used to stand outside the, Oakland of the stadium. A's, I believe. Yeah, and he used to stand. He knew all those guys. He was really in. I'm going to say Oakland A's. That makes a lot of sense. He was really in with that organization, which mm-hmm. is cool, right? So you you don't really have an answer. Well, I mean a claw hammer, but you don't know what he's doing. <laughs> so you got to think if he's dismembering somebody, is he might or pounding somebody, God, or fighting I hope with somebody, not. or framing something. I mean a claw hammer is the best hammer, but I still think MC Hammer is way better. I answer. do too. Yeah. How many? No, okay. As long as we're on this subject, yeah. inside of one of your store, sure. Pick any store. I don't care. Okay. How many different styles of hammer do, would I be able to purchase if I were to walk in no. any one of the twenty-two Fratelloni's Ace Hardware and Gardner store? Thirty plus. Thirty plus. Yeah, there's a strange amount of hammers. There's like a, a large amount of hammer. And is it varietals. do guys and maybe gals too? Yeah, but yeah. but do, do people? Uh, is it is it almost? Boy, I gotta have a new hammer. I really gotta have a new hammer. Ooh, this one's got a better grip. You know, I'm gonna go a little deep on this. You ready? Okay. So, Fratelloni's Hardware and Garden Stores specializes in so many things because our concept is you can only sell a person one hammer, uh-huh. right? Yeah. Your kids are going to get your hammer that you give down to them someday. Right? Okay. You're going to move into a condo and you're going to say, I don't need this hammer anymore. Your kids are going to take that hammer. And hammers don't break if you're not using them every day. Mm-hmm. But what they won't have is they won't have the brand new Weber Genesis grill with, uh, you know, <laughs> flat screen TV attached to it. Right? They, right? So they're going to need that. So we pride ourselves on having this fantastic selection of hammers, but that's not where we do it. We do it in the grills and the plants and the paint right. and all that other ancillary stuff that you have to use and it kind of wears out. But hammers, hammers and wrenches never wear out. Mm-hmm. I think I have like a 1941 uh, plumbing monkey wrench. I mean, it's it's old. It's old, but I'm not going to wear that monkey wrench out. Why would I wear that thing out? So speaking of giving stuff to your kids, um, I have recently been going through. Uh, my my grandmother passed away a week ago yesterday, and so my we've condolences. been. Well, thank you we very all, much. Everyone here at the scramble offers them. Thank you very much. And she was a wonderful lady, and it was a great service uh, th- this past week, and it, w- it was phenomenal. She was just a. Tr- she was a true. She was the true genuine is, article. Is this the same one that went you went and saw and said? Bob, she said. And you're like, no, Grandma. Yeah. It's me, Chris. Yeah, Steve. Yeah. Well, no, she, no, Grandma. It's and, me, well, Chris. She, and she was a little confused because I was wearing a mask. Yeah. So she couldn't really tell yeah. who I was at first. But, but in any and event. She, and you're never her favorite. So exactly. Okay. I'm number at least seven or eight. <laughs> All right. So of the grandkids. So in any event, um, we've been going through her things. Okay. And which is kind of tough, but kind of sad. It, right? but, but also, it's like, okay, we were playing a game. Mm-hmm. So there's <laughs> eight of us grandchildren. And there's there's three children and eight grandchildren, okay. okay? And what we were doing is, all right, well, somebody might want this and somebody uh, might want that. This? And it's and yeah. it's things like furniture. Okay. And you know, air and pictures and sure. all sorts of framed photos and mm-hmm. stuff like that. And so basically nobody wanted anything wow. because we're all adults. Yeah, We've yeah, got you our already own stuff. Have your furniture. Yeah. And so my mother, because what she didn't want to do was have to deal with anything. So a couple of us went down. Uh, th- this past week, we've been going back and forth with Trish trying to get stuff out of there, mm-hmm. out of her apartment at, at an assisted living facility. So we were putting other people's name on stuff. Nope, they oh, wanted, no. they claimed that. Oh, so they no. got take- Bobby, Bobby wanted that bed frame. Including yeah. my mother, who said, oh, I think Chris would really like this dining room table set. Oh, you're kidding. And I said, Mom, I have a dining room table yeah. set. 
I don't want that. And then she said, but I think you'd really, the kids, the kids, they, maybe they could use it to color on. But uh, No. I don't want this. I don't want another dining room table set. <laughs> but guess what I got? Oh, no. What are you going to do with it? A dining room table set that's now sitting in my basement. And you feel like, so some of the things that I, when I think of my grandmother, she's a great woman, Norma, right? Mm-hmm. And um, I didn't want anything from her house, but maybe a piece of a Christmas decoration that brought back a really great memory sure. or something, right? Yep. I didn't yep. need anything. I didn't need her couch. I didn't need her TV. I didn't need, none of that stuff meant anything, but that feeling of being at Christmas in her front room when we do this and just yeah. a piece of her Christmas tree or I yeah, don't know, yeah. something like that. It, it seems like I'm becoming personally a minimalist. I don't want another kitchen table. I don't right. want, you know, I don't even have a dining room table I'm at the, the moment. We, I don't even have one. It's like, we don't need it. We never sit at the dining room table. Let's, I, I have a putting green in my dining room, <laughs> right? And literally that's what I have. And I just, I'm, I'm becoming, I want less stuff, but more memories. Yeah. And you know what else is really kind of cool about the iPhone? I think the iPhone is really the bane of crapitude, right? They, it, there's a bunch of horrible things about always being connected. Yes. But when you can take this super high quality camera and take pictures of your grandma's pictures. Yes. Where you don't have to literally take the album, but you can say, because maybe your mom wants the album of, of the pictures exactly. of her mother. Exactly. But oh, this one photo, I might yeah, want a copy of it. Those, and it's almost like... Near perfect. Yeah, when you I do agree. that, it's like wow! I just now can get this whole photo album with a hundred photos on my cell phone. It, which stuff you never could do before, right? Yep, I I totally agree. But there was so there was just one thing that I there, oh, sorry there were two small things because again I if if I was of the mindset of if anybody else wants it that's fantastic mm-hmm. you go you go right ahead you take whatever you know I, you just I don't care a vintage Rolex no and, oh, okay no and, and that's the thing that's that part of my eulogy was she was not into possessions at sure. all she didn't care. none of that yeah. care yeah. she didn't care about any of that crap which mm-hmm. is what I loved about her yeah. she and I love goodwill like that's sure. where we shop you know what I'm saying like she was she was the exact same way possessions did not matter to her at all which is nice what I loved about her. Yeah. But she had, so my grandmother, every holiday weekend, every summer, used to work at the Elko Flea Market. Are you familiar with the Elko Flea Market? I know Elko, yeah. Okay, so they, every you know, Memorial Day weekend, Fourth of July weekend, and Labor Day weekend, they would have the big trader's market sure. at Elko Flea Market. Sounds fun. Yeah. It's, it's, and I was at every one of them it's as a, a kid. Yes, it, yeah. it really is. And she was known as the Kolachki lady. Oh, nice. That was my grandma. She made yeah. the best Kolachkis in the world, except for poppy seed, which she was really good at, but I ate, I ate poppy seed Kolachkis. Plus, you don't pass a drug test if you take it. Exactly. Okay. My favorite are apricot and, uh, and apple. Those okay. are my two favorite. In any event, she had her little, uh, what would you call it? It's, a, it's like a miniature version of a tackle box flip open. That was her cash register. Sure. And it had her name on it, yeah. and it's got the little tray. And I thought, I want That's this. That's what you want. That's exactly, exactly what yep. I want because my boys would be able to use this. Put their change in there. Exactly. See their grandma's name. It's or worth, grandma's name. Might be worth two bucks. Sure. At yeah. most. Yeah. And that's the only thing I wanted because it had her name on it. And I rem- that's one thing I remember as a kid working at the Elko Flea Market yeah. was was my grandma's little. Uh, money counter. Isn't that funny? And it's Just cool. That memory means more than anything else in the house. Exactly. You don't care about anything else. In I don't the house, want anything. But else. that memory of you yep. being at that flea market with her, she's making change for people, yep. selling her kolachkis. Kolachkis. I don't. Even, you, you've used this term before. In the you past. don't know what a kolachki okay, is. We go back eight years. We've been doing the beer show for eight years, mm-hmm. and then do this show. And you said that, but it, it's a Polish food, German food. It's. Uh, is it German? Uh, well, you know what? I'm going to look it up, what descent it is. But it's but basically it's some kind of food, ahead. I understand, right? It is a bun that essentially has fruit in the middle. Okay. And, of course, Kolachki Days, as everybody knows, is in Montgomery, Minnesota. Okay, I didn't know that. Uh, it's got to be Polish. Klochkis. I'm trying to think, but we're we're 
part Bohemian, part Czech. It's got to be. It's got to be of Czech descent. I would. Yes. Okay. Okay. Czechoslovakia, Czechoslovakia okay. and okay. and Slovak. Originating as a semi-sweet pastry from Central Europe, they have also become popular in parts of the United States, particularly in the state of Texas. That I did not mm. know. Uh, the name originates from the Czech Bohemian and originally Old Slavonic word kolo, meaning circle or wheel. Okay, so it's a small bun. It's not even small. It's a re- it's a good size. Well, I guess yeah, it would be a small bun with fruit in the middle. So basically, uh, you you take your square, your dough. Okay. You put the thing in, and then you got to wrap it properly. Sure. The reason that hers were the best, and I'm not kidding, is because she only used lard. Okay. She didn't use any cooking spray or anything like that. Okay, and that's so now what made it, awesome. this is fried or this is baked? Baked. Okay, yep. so it falls you can, into the You can make Danish. it fried, but uh, it's way better baked, okay. I, in my opinion. I okay. think they're way better baked. So it's baked. not donut, it's more Danish. Never thought we'd have a Kolotsky debate on this show, oh, I, but I, here we are. You've brought that up before, and it's like, this is a term I don't know. It's, f- I, it's very, in fact, Kolotsky Day, oh, you should bring your kids to Kolotsky Days. It's usually in the middle part of summer down in Montgomery. They would have a blast. Really? It's a cool town festival. It really is. <laughs> think of, I'm going to add that to my list of to-dos. Thank you. <laughs> Why are we I'm going to take there? my Reaver teenage said girls? These little buns are super delicious. You've got to admit, though, the town festivals in this state are a blast. They are. You know, there's. Um, are you? Do you ever do German stuff like Oktoberfest things? Oh, sure. So yeah. the place out in Stillwater. Um, I'm forgetting the name of it. Uh, Liftbridge. Bavarian Hunter. No, the Bavarian Hunter. Um, oh, please help us out. Send me this thing. It's it's a um, the, a German restaurant off of Manning. And 36 in Stillwater, and it's it's called the Bavarian Hunter, but I'm forgetting the German name at the beginning of it. Um, it's, it's a restaurant? It's a restaurant. All right, I'm looking it up. And we go out there for, you just- Gasthouse? Gasthouse, yeah. Okay. Gasthouse, Bavarian Hunter. You drive out there, it's in the middle of nowhere, there's a horse path, oh, cool. and the kids get out, and all of a sudden people are singing German songs, and they're drinking out of steins, and it is, <laughs> it's just idyllic. Nice. And so my kids who- I have nice kids. My kids are relatively fine, but they are picky, a little bit rudish. Sure, right? I'm not sure. going there. You know, I don't want to do that. But strangely, they love this place because you'll look over and there's a couple that are 25 years old and they'll have later hosing on. You're like, what, what are you doing? So like, it's the theatrical component yeah, of it like, that they you, love. Where did you find those later hosing? You must be fully German to be coming out here. Mm. And it's just so, so much fun. And when I think of that days that you were talking about, the Kolachki days. Kolachki days. Kolachki yeah. days. That's what I get. I, I go out for like an Oktoberfest event with the family to this German restaurant. And it's just, you get the same vibe, mm-hmm. but it's... 15 minutes out. I don't have to drive all the way to southern Minnesota. That's true. Well, yeah, and I guess that would be kind of a haul for you. But see, for me, where I live, Montgomery's not even maybe a half an hour because it's just south of New Prague. So you live in this little town called Carver, but I noticed Carver's making the news for some criminal activity lately. Yeah. Is that is that a yeah, is that are. a selling point for Carver? Or is that mm, now you know what it's like we're, to live we're in just, the city? What we're doing is, well, see, when my wife and I moved to Carver, it was seven years ago last July. We were this cute little town yeah. that had a couple new developments, and now we're, we've become savage. Sure, I mean we're that we're that we're becoming that big well, of a city. Well, savage the town, not savages. Like right, savage, right, exactly. Right. Well, yeah. in some regards, we are. But anyway, <laughs> but yeah, we have Steamboat Days. It's always the weekend after uh, Labor Day weekend, which I think is perfect because the state fair and All school starting. Over, but yeah. the first weekend after Labor Day, okay. very underrated weekend. I yeah, think. I think you've mentioned that too. Yeah. yeah and, okay. Um. So, anyways, so you didn't want to talk about crime. So Kolachki days? Anymore. No, not really. <laughs> okay. You know that motorcycle death that basically happened in my front yard? No. Yeah, it was a no. really bad situation. And the weird part about it, it was like during the day. It was 1 o'clock in the afternoon. going too fast or what? A uh, female. Female from, I believe, Belle Plain going to... Well, if you know that stretch of highway... I don't. 
It's very windy. Okay. It's beautiful. I love yeah. that stretch because that's the way I usually take when I go to one of my ball games is that windy road down that winds with the Minnesota River. You know, a couple of things that Joe Suchere has taught me. Wow. Nothing good happens after midnight. Okay. I 100% agree. And then I'd like to add speed kills on motorcycles, right? Yes. Because you might not be trying to go fast. All of a sudden, a turn comes. You're off the road, and, and you're, you're hitting whatever yeah. is off the road. Yeah. It can be highly dangerous. You know what else I want to talk about for GL? Okay. And I need you to carry this forward to GL. All right. I'm not going to kid ourselves. We know that the vast majority of people that listen to this show also listen to GL. Right, of course. And you yes. guys talk about that garage wood, the concept of having garage wood. Mm-hmm. But you guys miss the most basic thing. And I always wonder why no one brings this up. And you have to have some because I have to have them. And every good guy has this in his garage. And it's garage towels. The towels that are too ugly for the inside. And your wife's saying, we need to get new towels. And I say, honey, that's fine. Go get new towels because I get to transfer those towels out to become garage towels. Are they towels or are they rags if they're in the garage? Well, they're still towels because they're big. And you might lay one down when you have to shimmy under your car because you don't want to get all dirty. So Mm -hmm. you lay one down. Then you pick it up, shake it out. Then it becomes a rag because now it's dirty. Sure. So it's a towel for a moment or you need to dry the car off. You got 10 old towels. Okay. But you guys never, you, people are talking about garage iron and garage wood. It's like all those things are great, but garage towels are actually right. useful. I've, I've so, got it here on my list yeah, of, you of can, things. You can take credit for that. No, Rivers. no, no. I'll, I'll say you. Because, here's why. I'm going to say yeah. you because if I say I thought about it, they're going to dismiss me. But yeah, if I say what, Mike brought true. it up. What if they say it's stupid? Then you say, it's Fran Looney's idea. <laughs> well, well that, that's, that's my the big case. thing. Garage towels, when you go in there and you see a all big right. stack of towels and you think, I can dry 10 cars. I don't care. I got I got forty towels out here. I don't have that problem. I don't, okay. I don't, you don't have, have ten garage cars. towels. No, no, I don't have ten cars. Well, neither do I. But I can still dry <laughs> them if I were going to do like a charity event. So uh, one of the things I did want to discuss, and I, I I touched on it briefly yesterday in in GL, but I, I thought it would be worth further exploring because I, I think you you know that Sunday night I made the last minute decision to go see the Stones. You did, and. Honestly, the the only reason I went is, and I, I mentioned this yesterday, but I get a little, I, I have a StubHub account with mm-hmm. an app on my phone, and it'll say, and it knows kind of the, some of the things. So, for instance, the Twins, I bought tickets for the Twins and is the that Vikings you or whatever. Vikings tickets through StubHub. Exactly. Okay, so, so it's you're, just like you're, you're interlinked with that web. Yeah, app. you have an account, so it'll say, hey, you might be interested in this. Well, ninety nine percent of the time, no, I'm not interested. Sure. It's Sunday, I'm staying home. Yeah. But I got a fair alert, like you might want to see the prices. Mike, if you wanted to go to the Stones concert Sunday night, you could have gotten in. And granted, your seat wasn't great. Sure. You could have got in for 50 bucks. But So you told that whole story. Yes. And I know you. You live in Carver. Carver's mm-hmm. 45 minutes from U.S. Bank. Or now 30 minutes from Half US an Bank. hour. Half, Half an hour. hour. Yep. You went by yourself. Yeah. Oh, I love going to stuff know, by but, myself. But where, where's the wife? Does the wife just say... Uh, all right, see, you're going to the Stones concert. Well, so here's what here's here's the official timeline okay, of what I did. Because right. because I was wondering, I turned to my wife and I said, I'm going to go to the Stones concert, and I live four miles away. Mm-hmm. And she said, No, what do you mean? What do you mean you're going by yourself? Who you're going with? Name the woman. Tell me, who is it? Oh, I she see. She would not trust me, and I don't ever do anything. So she has no reason to. Think I was. That I, would I remember I was sitting in the living room. And I was oh, I was watching the the Tampa Bay game. It was okay. just on, and and the the boys were in the backyard with their buddies, jumping on the trampoline or doing whatever, and I'm. Cleaning the house, doing laundry, doing mm-hmm. whatever, because the Vikings weren't playing, so sure. we really didn't. You know, Nothing you just do. you're just doing stuff around the house. And I said, "Hey, babe," I said, "In the concert was starting at seven thirty, but I knew they had an opener, so I figured, okay, they're probably not even going to go on until eight thirty, nine o'clock." Mm-hmm. And I said, "Hey, I can get a ticket. Like, I got a ticket in the club level for seventy bucks." Sure. And I thought I just bought it. Yeah. And then I thought, well, then I'll ask her, and I I knew she would say, "Go ahead." 
But you didn't think she'd say, well, I'd like to see the stones. No, because I know she wouldn't. Okay, she wouldn't No, care. she would okay. not, not want, not want yeah. to at, at all. And I okay. and I knew that. So sure. I said, do you mind if I, once we get the boys in bed? Because the boys were already in bed by the time I left. And so Does she say, no, honey, that's fine? Or did she say, I could not care less if you left the house right now? <laughs> no. Which, which way no. did she say it? My wife's, my wife's an absolute rock yeah, star. She, 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 she literally said, oh, go ahead. I don't care. Okay. Because I said... I said, well, I'll, I'll be home by. She goes, whatever, we'll all be in bed anyway. Sure, it doesn't matter. So yeah. I went for about, I think they played for two hours. I was there for a little over an hour. Um, I got there right as uh, the opening band was getting done. Got up to my seat. Guy next to me, not happy when he found out what I paid for my ticket as uh, opposed to what he paid when the tickets went on had to sale. Be hundreds different. He said he spent $275. Oh, and I so went, you're 205 bucks. And Ooh. I said, oh. He Ooh. goes, why? And I said, well, I bought my, because I said, well, I bought my ticket today. Yeah, but you are you were a single, right? There's going to be True. Not, very few people want to go by themselves. Although it's a great way to do it, even if you have two people, just buy two singles, Mike. someplace, and, and you can walk around, and sit anywhere, right? Going to stuff by yourself yeah, so much is nicer. the greatest. Yeah, yeah. Here's why: I hate going to stuff as a group because oh, it's. Yeah. Well, where are, we where are you going to be? What time where do you want to meet? Oh, yeah, I yeah. and again, I still do. We still yeah. do stuff with groups, but going to things like that by yourself is so underrated because. You can get there whenever you want. Mm, yeah. You can leave whenever you, can you park want. Wherever you want. You can, you can park do, wherever yeah. you want. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but it, it was it was it was a cool, and I'd never seen them live before, which was the only reason I wanted sure. to go because I'd never seen them live before. And I thought, all right, okay, Sunday night can be a little sketch downtown mm-hmm. Minneapolis, but I parked right by where the poorhouse is, right across the okay. street from the poorhouse, and walked the five blocks to U.S. Bank Stadium. Saw two light rail cars, uh, completely empty. Nothing was open, which I found shocking. No one's able to work in Sunday nights, too. But I thought, okay, but the stones are here. There's, there's 50,000 people. Uh, was the loon open? I'm sure. I, I, I think bet you they that, were. That seems to be always open. Yeah, right? I think they were, but Poorhouse, yeah, you know, that open. big space, yeah, they were not open. Because yeah. I thought, well, I'll, I'll stop somewhere and have yeah, a beer before I go sure. in. Yeah. And I just kept walking that, you know, that stretch down yeah. Fifth Street. Nothing. Nothing was open. Really? You know, that old Hopcat, that place that yeah. was really cool. Yeah. The, and I know they closed a while ago, but I thought that's not even, that hasn't even been replaced yet. Yeah. It was just, it was eerie. That is a little weird. I mean, so, I, you know how when you're on Instagram or something, everyone puts up the videos like, hey, I was here, right? Mm-hmm. I've, I've done it a million times. Sure. I, I Guilty. don't do it anymore, yep. but I, I, I've done it a million times. Although I'm not Instagram, I'm more Facebook and sure, Twitter. Sure, sure, sure. But it, it didn't sound. Like they were really, I mean, how was it? I, I, and I don't want to rip on them. And I no, know they're getting older. And but. I don't have anything to compare it to because, again, I've never seen them before. Okay. Um, but I thought, well, and here's the other thing. That's the third time I've seen a show at U.S. Bank Stadium. It's a little tough. That place is awful. Yeah, the acoustics. For, well, it's a glass ceiling. But I know they also tried to do something. Because uh, the first concert, I believe, was a Metallica show, which I did not attend. My mm-hmm. brother did, though. And he said, don't ever waste your money on sure. a ticket to go to this place. And I know after that, they put in some money to try to help fix that. They did. And and I remember seeing Garth Brooks there whenever he came to town last summer or the summer before. Whenever, whenever that, that eight was. eight shows in a row or whatever he did? Or yeah, he did, a, shows, he did yeah. a couple. I can't remember. But in, in any event, and I remember I was very close to the stage. Again, I bought one ticket mm-hmm. last minute and got in whatever. And I remember thinking, okay, I'm sitting pretty close. The sound was okay. So if you're if you have a ticket and you're close to the stage, it's the sound is pretty good. But if you're farther away, it's awful. It's it's really bad. One the acoustics are bad. One of my most embarrassing moments happened at a concert there at U.S. Bank Stadium. Yeah. Oh no. So I um I would never do karaoke. I would never dance in front of anybody. 
I would just I'm a very reserved person. Okay. Right? I can let loose a little bit. Sure. But I'm at a Taylor Swift concert. Oh, no. With about 30 14 year old to 10 year old girls. Mm -hmm. And she was so great. I mean, she was off the charts. I mean, an unbelievable entertainer. And I don't really know Taylor Swift. I mean, I know her songs. I'm not a dope, but I don't follow her or anything. I don't like listen to her. And all of a sudden, I found myself at one point like raising my hands in the air, going, woo. And then I looked at myself and I thought, oh my God. What if someone saw me cheering like an adult pervert, like a 50-year-old pervert man for Taylor Swift? And my girls looked at me like, Jesus, Dad, bring it down a little bit. So I had to go, I said, excuse me. And I, I left and went to the bathroom for a little bit. Yeah, I got, my, so, got a little composure. Right? Mm-hmm. I, I, I reined it in a little bit, came back out, left my hands in my pockets the whole time. I said, hands aren't coming out of my pockets. And the other thing, too, and I, I know I shouldn't find this shocking. Boy, if you want to go in there and have a beer or two and something to eat... <laughs> That's going to cost you, man. It's going to cost you. I cannot believe what they charge for stuff. And again, we sound like two old guys get off my lawn, but my God, $13 so, for a beer? I went, went to a restaurant. I'm not going to say where the name of the restaurant was. The glass of wine was $18. W- one glass. One glass of wine. The 18% forced gratuity plus tax made it rock on to about... Uh, 2587. I did the math. 2587. For one, one glass, glass of, wine. of wine. The bottle of wine online is 1999. So you're spending $6 more than the bottle of wine for one glass of wine. And I Whoa. was like, you've got, I mean, who wants to do this anymore? Mm-hmm. Who wants to go out? And I understand that that all the financials of a restaurant are off right now, right? Labor's off. Everything's Tough off. Year. Yeah. But boy, that was like, that's not a really, I mean, if the restaurant is awesome, and you know you're a, you're a captive audience at the at the concert, right? Mm-hmm. You can't do it anywhere else. They they own you, right? Mm-hmm. It was thirteen bucks for a beer. Is that what you said? Yeah, yeah. So I mean, but they own you. You have no choice. Actually, right? it's, it was thirteen dollars for a busy art seltzer. Okay, well thirteen dollars for manly. For, like I'm gonna have at least a, a drink. It's thirteen <laughs> bucks. It it's half the price of that four ounce glass of wine that I had wow. someplace. And I thought, ah, that's not a great deal. Wow, that's not a great deal. Well, and I will say this, I. I Honestly, I mean, I, I've uh, gotten takeout from our buddies at 30 Bales mm-hmm. a bunch uh, the last year and a half to kind of help them. Plus, their food is fantastic. Yeah. But I can't remember the last time we went out to eat, like the wife and I with the kid. I, really? I do not oh, remember man. the last time we went out to eat. Yeah, that's that's uh, really, that's amazing. Wow. I'm just, because you were saying that, I'm thinking, I don't even remember the last time we did that. Yeah, I think I, I'm a, every restaurant tours dream because I eat every breakfast, lunch, and dinner out. Yeah, and I just do it every day. I mean, we occasionally have food at home, but it's very, very, very rare. And I, I mean that like maybe once a month we'll have a meal at home. All the rest of them are out. Mm-hmm. And I am 100% jaded on food because I, I don't care. I'd eat a cheese sandwich. I don't care. I just don't want to make it. I just am not good at making it, right? And I don't. I, I lived in a house with no refrigerator for like four years. You've got to be kidding. No, I didn't even have a kitchen for four years straight. D- not even to have... Beer or something? No, I didn't. That was funny because there was a pot machine in that building. It was a condo. Yeah. There was a pot machine down on the lower level. Okay. So whenever I wanted something like, oh, I need a cold Coke, I would run downstairs <laughs> and buy myself a Coke out of the machine. Yeah, it was really, a, well, the day I moved in, I was going to redo the kitchen. So I had like the kitchen torn out. Yeah. And then the day I moved out, I kitchen finalized, was all done. And I moved out and that was it. And I was like, huh, that was not a really great idea. And I'm going to tell you this short story, <laughs> right? So there was a restaurant on the, on the lower level of this place. Mm-hmm. There was a restaurant there. And I moved in, and I went to the restaurant the first day I moved in, and I was eating some chicken wings, and in the chicken wings were a series of, like, six staples, like, stapler staples. Oh, my. And it's just, it was just a fluke accident, right? 
and they were deep fried chicken wings and I kind of bit into it and I was like, uh, uh, what the heck? You know, and I kind of was like, that's not right. You know, obviously it was an error. Somehow it was an error. It wasn't the restaurant's fault. Just something happened. Yep. And I said, hey, uh, excuse me, sir. Um, there was, there was staples in these chicken wings. Could you, you know, please be careful. Right. He said, oh, I'm so sorry. Takes the thing away. So I get my bill. Sure enough on the bill, the chicken wings. And I said, hey, excuse me. Um, remember, I was the gentleman who had the staples in the chicken wings. And he said, uh, you ate all the rest of the wings. Oh, my. Because I that was like nearing my last wing. Yeah. And I said, well, how about this? Take it off my bill or I'll never come here again. And I just moved to right there. And I pointed to my place up in this open mm-hmm. air thing. Mm-hmm. I said, I just moved there. And I said, I, I, I'll vow to never eat here again or I'll eat here all the time because you're right at the, I don't even have a kitchen. You're making I, this right. Yeah, this is it, right? Yeah. And he says, I, I'm sorry, sir, you, you, ate the, you ate the wings. So you know what I did? I proceeded to eat there about four times a week <laughs> for four years. It became such a big deal, and it was so easy that they had a key to my house. <laughs> I would order food on my way home from work, and it would be up in my condo. Wow. Because I just, and I, I thought, you can't even just hold yourself to it. And when I said to them, no matter what, as God is my witness, right. I'll never eat here again. Hear me when yeah. I say this. And then $1,000 a month later for the next four years. Oh, my God. But, yeah, I can. I, it, what restaurant tour would say, eh, None. He, did, he did eat some staples. None. We got to get the $6 yeah. for these wings. And that was a long time ago. They I weren't can't very believe expensive. that. No, I, it, was, it was very, very odd. So, the restaurant's not there anymore, by the way. So, in any way, to, to wrap up my Stones review. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> no, no, no. I was totally, I'm totally joking. <laughs> um they were obviously they've been at it this, been at this a long time mm-hmm. so the the movement with Mick he still moves around like he's 35 sure. um which is i think pretty cool it's and amazing, the longevity actually. and everything else you have to have a ton of respect for that and i i am a fan of of their some of their music you know not not all of it but some of their music he did have a great line though because you remember the controversy with McCartney yeah and so in between a couple song uh, song whatever he gets up and he says well, we'd like to do one of our favorite blues covers, and oh. he kind of did the glance off to the side, and the crowd goes nuts. Nice. It okay. was pretty. It was pretty funny because they, they, uh, McCartney called them the world's best cover band, right? Blues cover blues band, cover which band. is what okay. they started out. That's how they started sure. out their career. And now they're just playing their tunes, which is kind of like a cover yeah. band. Because, but you know. no, they. Oh shoot! I was gonna write it down, and I forgot to. They did cover a really cool blues song, and I don't know if it was one that I was, should have asked Height this yesterday. But it was really cool. I heard they just kind of blew over their tribute to their drummer. Mike, it was weird. Because I was expecting like, oh, man, this guy was with you forever. The tribute was, well, John said in the review that it was 30 seconds. I thought it was a lot shorter than that. I assume they had a video screen in back, right? Yes. Just like, yeah. They couldn't have put up like him playing a quick like a one minute or two minute drum solo to work them into the next song. That's or what I, that's exactly what I thought so they would have done. Yeah. yeah. Like maybe and it it's painful for him. Maybe. It, well, that could be it yeah. too. I, I mean, I have my doubts, but, but maybe, yeah, maybe it know, was, maybe I, it I was. don't know them, but if, you know, if you work with somebody for what, 40 years, it might, and, and you also are coming to, cause they're not young, you know, it's like, they might be feeling like, wow, this is, they're this is what happens to us. When experiencing we get their own mortality. Yeah, they're experiencing, so to speak. They might not yeah. want to be reminded. Do you think they're going to be doing this or, or let me even ask this more importantly. Why? Yeah. Why do you think they do it? They don't need the money. They don't need the money. Well, they probably don't care of the fame. Joe asked this oddly enough. I don't remember if this was during the show or, or in between the sh- whatever, but w- when when he died, I remember it, the, the subject came up that he thought it was pretty uh, low rent that they even were going to go through with the concert. But mm-hmm. then I said, "Well, wait a minute. You got a lot of people that paid a lot of money yeah. for these tickets that obviously would get their money back, but they still want to see these sure. guys. And maybe mm-hmm. 
So I get why they still continue to do the 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 tour. Yeah, this I'll particular tour. I'll be shocked tour. if yeah. this isn't it, though. Well, I mean, I get that they're why they're doing this tour, right? I I don't think yeah. the death of a drummer stops them from doing it. But why did they do it in the first place? I mean, I just don't know. I yeah. don't know when are they going to say enough is enough? Because I've been reading some re- re- reviews and it said it was very pedestrian. It wasn't. They weren't moving around a lot. It wasn't terribly exciting. Yeah. Besides Mick, nobody else was really moving. No. Yeah. So I mean, it's like what? What's the end game for them? When? When do they? Because how I, old is Mick? He's got to be seventy-seven, I think. I mean, that's I unbelievable. He is tiny though, so maybe his body. Can you know? You know, he's not a six foot six guy carrying around three hundred pounds, right? Mm-hmm. He's a little five foot three or carrying around one hundred and ten pounds. Seventy eight. Uh, he was born July twenty sixth, nineteen forty three. I mean, that's amazing, right? That's the same age as my dad, and my dad couldn't perform a rock concert right now. <laughs> you know, and and my dad's you know in good shape, but yeah. I, I just don't know what what's their point. Why would they? Why wouldn't they go do? You know, which would be totally fun. Here's for what them. it is. Oh, go ahead. Go go do. Um, you know, three hundred person bar venues and blow people's minds right you know they could just go do a tour of random bars just show up the uh the, here's why they're doing it number one obviously the money which they don't need but number two i equate it to the professional athlete that doesn't know it's and not to say that that they're that they don't have it anymore sure. but they don't know what else to do you're I the mean, stones what else are you gonna do I don't know, but they're not touring all day every day. I mean, they've had years off in between true, tours. True, true, so true. So they know what you know. I mean, Mick's a, a big reader, and he's going to these books, or and, he, and he's sounds like he does a lot of other things. Yeah, I think go do some of those. But I think that that's also why this. I'll be, like I said, I think they went through it just because they had this. And remember, this was supposed to be a tour that was supposed to take place last year. That's true. And I yeah. think had had. Um, oh my God, I'm spacing on the drummer. Uh, had he Watt, passed away, Charlie, Charlie Watts. Watts. Thank you. Had he passed away before this tour was even announced, they probably would have hung it up. So, like I said, sure. once this tour is over, I'll be shocked if they go back out on the road again. Okay. Another reason why I thought, well, this is probably going to be the last time they're going to perform here in town, which yeah. is why I thought it'd be a decent idea. But anyway, fantastic band too. Yeah. I mean, when you when you really if if you have an Alexa and and Spotify mm-hmm. and you just say Alexa, play the best of. Can I not say that? No. Go Am ahead. I telling people? Am I? Is no. it now doing that on their Alexas? Yes. Okay. That's why when you started to do that, it's the, it's so funny because that's the no. You can't say that when you I'm listening say, to Garage okay. Logic on my device. Oh, it's just, yeah. but it's hilarious because I said, you know what people really hate, and then I said what yes. you just said. Oh, that's funny. And then Kenny goes, why? Why? Why are you doing that? <laughs> you know what I need to do is I need to say that name and write a really sharp Fratelloni's commercial so I can be <gasps> Alexa play. Wow, there yes, you go. That's see, brilliant. Smart. Okay, I'll stop saying that name. But um, if you just play the top songs from a band, mm-hmm. you get reminded. How great that thing is. And if you do this, if you say, play the top songs from 1940, 1930, yeah. and it goes all the way back in time. It's really, really a cool way to do that. In fact, you're now reminding me, I forgot to look up their set list. Because uh, there's a great website, and in fact, Height turned me on to it. Um, it's like setlist.fm or something like that, where they list um, all of their, you know, Whatever with each play. show, sure. the sequence in, in order. Because I was basically... Uh, waiting for for Beast of Burden, okay. and then once they played Beast of Burden, yeah, I was yeah, out of there. Yeah. And I'm trying to, man, do they have it on here? I should so have pulled this up. Johnny Height is by far the most intelligent music person I've ever seen. Yep, right. He knows everything about everything. He's in that business. He didn't go to the show, did he? No, he 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 had tickets for the original show. Okay. Then when they canceled the show, uh, he got his money back. 
And then, um, in fact, I'm now remembering. Yeah, they did. They didn't even play because I I kept waiting, going. Yeah. I'm gonna go because I don't need to hear "Start Me Up." I can't get no say. I don't need to yeah. hear any of that crap. Well, those I, are classics. Yeah, but give me shelter because give me shelter was on their encore, and I was definitely not sticking around for their encore. Mm-hmm. Uh, I left after "Paint It Black." That's the last because that song is pretty that sweet. Is. Um, they have yeah. a ton of sweet songs. I mean, they're oh yeah, no, no doubt, talented no doubt, musicians. Um, but I remember w- once once they did "Paint It Black" because I thought, okay, now they're gonna go to their encore, and I want to hit the, I want to yeah, get on the be road before, before. fifty five thousand yeah. or whatever yeah. we had at that U.S. Bank Stadium before. They all decided to get on the road. So what, why does John Hyde say he didn't go? I mean, he just... He just... Uh, he had already seen him a couple times, but he once... And then when Charlie Watts died, he said, well, they're not the Stones. Oh, okay. You know, so, yeah, but okay. he did have tickets originally to go. But um, before we run out of time, mm-hmm. I do have to do one thing here because I know you don't have your headphones on, so I'm going to shut your mic off. Michael, 30 years ago today. You ready? Mm-hmm. Do you remember? 30 years ago today. Pocket swings and hits a blast! Deep left center, way back, way back, it's gone! The Twins go to the seventh game! Touch them all, Kirby Puckett, touch them all! And I prefer the John Gordon call, personally, over Jack Buck, even though it's a great line, we'll see you tomorrow night, which mm-hmm. is kid then used, what, uh, 20 years later sure. in the Cardinals World Series? Were you at any of the World Series games I in 1991? That game. That's what I thought, and Just I thought I remembered that. Kirby Bucket, no, Buckett's you, family. Swear to God. You are kidding me. We were directly behind. So two of the least likely baseball fans ever, my brother and I, my brother, he does not care one thing about sports. Okay. Got tickets from maybe Hubbard. Okay. Just beautiful tickets right behind home plate. And we're sitting directly behind Kirby Puckett's parents. You're kidding me. No. And when I say parents, it's very vague to me what parents it was, right? I can't remember if it's his dad or mom or not. Whatever. And the place went nuts went nuts oh, that's and cool. i've been very lucky to be at some of the biggest sporting events and i feel like oh that's so wasted on me like i mean i remember that mm-hmm. and i and i remember how vague how uh, vaguely remember how important it was right yep. and and i just i think oh some other people that would make you know i i one time um and this is going to sound braggadocious and and uh um now, oh my God, I'm forgetting his name. Um, the uh, very famous Minnesota Twin uh, owns the batting title for the Minnesota Twins. Joe Mauer? No, passed away. He's older. Um, formerly Harmon Killebrew? Harmon Killebrew. Okay. Go to breakfast with Harmon Killebrew, right? With yeah. some twins. Cool. So it's, it's me, a tr- twins rep, and Harmon Killebrew. Mm-hmm. Sitting there, and we're having breakfast, and I'm like, oh, that's really kind of cool. I, I guess I, I, you know, it's just really neat that I get to meet him. I tell my uncle about it. My uncle loses his mind. He's like, what do you mean? Mm-hmm. What do you mean you've been? How is that possible that you had breakfast with him? And I said, oh, it just worked because we, you know, we do business with the twins. And he was at, and he was like almost in tears in the sense of how did you, a moron like you, who didn't know what to ask him, didn't know. I was like, well, he was a super nice guy. I didn't oh, know what to say to gra- him. The greatest I guy. Mean, yes. You know, he, I signed the little stadium of what, you know, uh, mm-hmm. the new stadium looks like or the, the former permutation of what the stadium was going to look like. And I just thought, oh, that's so cool that I had that experience, but it was completely wasted on me because I just, I mean, I knew what a big deal he was. It just didn't click in my it head. It was different for you. Yeah, it just, it yeah, just didn't right, click. Right. But, you know, my, my uncle who was like, I can't take that. Like, how, how, you know, <laughs> would you have had him sign something for me? I'm like, oh, he would have totally done it. I'm so sorry. I should have. Yeah. yeah, so um, I'm just very lucky. So very it, lucky. it's also, by the way, it is also the 30-year anniversary um, once when that happened, mm-hmm. the same exact moment, same exact time. That I swore in front of my parents for the first time. Oh. So I think I've told this story I think before. Yeah, it's a good one. So we're sitting in, uh, we're on Westwood Drive, Faribault, Minnesota, and uh, we're all sitting in the living room. My baby sister was asleep. 
But me and my two brothers, my dad was on the recliner, fast asleep. Mm-hmm. I was still on the couch, like eating everything You're up because it was old. this is perfect. It was late at night. Yeah. I mean, it was because yeah. you know, it was. I believe the game was you know, obviously seven, seven thirty, whatever. And we're talking the what eleventh inning. My mom and my two brothers are asleep on the couch, and I'm just like, "Come on!" And then he hit the ball, and I went. Holy S. Oh, you're And my kidding. dad sprung up like, what did you just say? I go, Dad, Kirby just won the game. And he just completely forgot about what I had just done. Oh, that's too funny. <laughs> and so I always, every, every time I hear that call, even though we were watching it on CBS, every time I hear that call, I think about, oh, my God, that was the first time I swore in front of my dad. Isn't that funny? Have, you, have your kids sworn in front of you yet? No. No. Oh, no, no, no. In fact, uh, even if I say darn, I get the look. Really? Yeah. Oh, so anyway, yeah, no, they they've been they're they're both because I don't swear at all at home. I would under like my to breath think. a little bit, but I really don't swear at home. And okay. then of course, you know, we stay up late. It's a Saturday night, so it's all cool. And I remember the next day, begging my parents to let me stay up because it was a school night. Sure. We had to get to, get to yeah. school the next morning. And this is important to you. You love this game. And I said, yeah. I said, you gotta. She's like, no, you're going to bed at ten o'clock. And my dad looked at my mom and said. It's Game Seven of the Bleepin' World Series, and he didn't say bleepin'. Oh, really? And okay. I just went, and she just went, walked away, and I went, yes, 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 and oh, I was glued to it. And, that's I've, such and again, a great story. he falls asleep. Yeah. <laughs> and I think I might have even uh, fell fall asleep too, but I, I do away. remember kind of, and you're like, oh, oh, it's it's, yeah. it's still zero zero. Okay. Oh, that's such a great story. <laughs> yeah. I uh, um, I was in, you know, I have some kids, and I was in my um, laundry room, and I hear like my daughter and she went and got a glass of water and the dog ran up and jumped on her and she said, oh my God, what the, and she says, the H-E double toothpicks, right? Okay. So it wasn't a bad one. And I was like, huh, she didn't know I was there. And I was like, does she just swear on her own all the time? <laughs> you know, I, I didn't even say anything to her. I was like, huh? Yeah. I mean, it was totally justified, right? The dog jumped on her and knocked her glass out of her hand, right? And spilled yep. a bunch of water. And yep. she's like, what the hell dog? And, and I thought, huh? Maybe I just maybe my kids are just now a bunch of closet swearers. Sure. And I have no idea, and I wouldn't have even said anything to her because she did it right. Mm-hmm. She used it in the right way. You you just reminded me of something with your Harmon Killebrew story. Yes, and I know you're not a big Twitter guy, but please tell me you have seen the Jay Z on the New York subway video. No, and I don't think it's a recent video. I think it's a couple years old, but it's him and you know his his crew. Okay, and apparently when he you know, because he's Mr. New York, right? Sure. So apparently, he was playing a show at the the new Brooklyn Arena, the Bar is it Barclays Center? Is that what okay. they call it? Yeah. And he they was on the subway, out, right? Yeah, and okay. he was he was on the regular subway, yep, yep. sitting next to a lady who might have been in her fifties, and she said, "Oh, what's your name?" He goes, "Hi, I'm Jay. Yeah. What's yours?" And it's you know Veronica, whatever yep, her name yep. was. And she said, "Are you?" Because she could tell like Are there was famous? a camera. She goes, "Are yeah. you famous?" He goes, "Well, some people think so." And she goes, oh, what do you do? He goes, oh, I make I make music. Oh, like what kind? It was the most yes. charm. I, yep. I instant. I mean, yep. I was always already a Jay Z fan, and I went, oh my god, I love you. Not taking himself serious, no. just introducing himself to some lady on a subway in New York City. She didn't know. She didn't know. She had and no he's idea. Just being a gentleman, what's he supposed to say? You've never heard of me. I'm Jay-Z. no, no, no. Yeah. But it was so. Yeah. It was just. I've it seen was, that video. It was yes. charming. Yep. And I just went, oh my goodness gracious, that's he's a real person. And yeah. and. The innocence of her, and she said, "Oh, is it something I would listen to?" And he kind of had a half smile. I was like, "Maybe, but maybe, maybe not. I don't know." <laughs> um, and then at the end, and she and she said, uh, "He had somehow Jay Z had been introduced." She's mm. like, "Oh, Jay Z, I, th- I think I saw you on a sign somewhere once." And he just laughed. He goes, "You just made my day." Like it was 
awesome. Oh, yeah. It I, was so I, cool. I remember seeing that, and he did play that really smooth, like, I'm just a regular guy, but yeah. I'm, I do this music thing. I'm also I'm worth multiple bill, billions of dollars. dollars. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I mean, that's a really cool... Um, I'm also oh, married to Beyonce, which yeah, isn't bad either. That's not bad. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know if I'd say no to Beyonce, I think. Nobody nobody says no to Beyonce. Is Michael. that what it is? Yeah, that's the, that's that's the, the rule. Well, real quick, what do you yeah. think about this Alec Baldwin? Should, I, you know, I, I'm actually kind of disgruntled at some of the people posting things online. I don't like it when tragedies like this are used to push an agenda. Neither do I. I really, I really, really hate that because, of course, you're always going to get the anti-gun crowd, that that's what they immediately grapple onto. Well, first of all, it's a tragic accident when someone just lost a mom, a sister, a wife. A, Anybody. And, yeah. and I'm thinking, you don't even give two you-know-whats about this person, sure. yet you're going to use this tragic story to sit here and push an agenda. And that, some, some I just the, have a problem with that. Some of the things that I follow are, you know, there's both left and right, and mm-hmm. you know, some of the right-leaning people are saying, you know, Alec Baldwin kills person. I'm like, hey, hey, hey. You might not like Alec Baldwin. In fact, you remember. I'm that? not an Alec Baldwin fan, but I feel awful for him. Yeah, I feel awful for him. Yeah. It was a horrible, horrible, horrible accident. Yes. He surely did not want to kill this person. Of course not. And it, and to have people state it like, oh, he murdered this. It's like, how would you? How dare you say that? Mm-hmm. And and it, do you remember the, the the audio of him screaming at his daughter on the phone? Oh yeah. I mean, just the most repugnant. It thing was his you'd daughter ever do. with Kim Basinger. Is that right? Uh yeah. I don't know who the mom was, but just calling her a pig and just I yeah. mean. Horrible things, yes. horrible things. Ever since then, I've I've just thought he was deplorable. Yep. But he didn't. He didn't. He, it was a horrible accident. Mm-hmm. And to have somebody post something, Alec Baldwin kills, uh, you know, cinematographer. I'm like, it was that. It, it was like it was he, he planned it or something. I know. Like how how did and it, it just goes to show you, it doesn't matter what issue is brought up, what storyline. We're just going to be divisive on every every single, topic. single thing, yep. no matter what. And it's too bad because yeah. that's what we've basically devolved into. It is is sad. There was a you guys were talking about that correlation between that uh, shooting and the cop up, oh, up in north Brooklyn center. Brooklyn and Park, I, I think the one correlation I was I was listening to GL is that that you guys didn't mention is that neither of them wanted to kill anybody that day. No, right, yep. and that. That yep. is one thing that they both had in common, and sadly, accidents happen. You yes. know, and it's just sad yes, and sad and scary and sad. Well, Woo. on that uplifting note, <laughs> well, I don't know what you guys thought about. No, that. that's a, no, yeah. but it's it's a good question. It just again just goes to show you that it, it's never going to matter what what subject is being brought up because people are just going to be div- they're just that's just the maybe way we, we'll get better. Maybe maybe we'll get better. Okay, you're with shows this. like this. Uh, we don't know, I don't know that, but maybe with shows like this where we just talk and have fun and talk about scrambling and at concerts That's and what drinking I love about it. and fun. Speaking of that, I have to share a really quick email before we go, Mr. Fratelloni. Uh, our good friends down there in Harmony, Minnesota. Uh, here we go right here. Harmony Spirits, Harmony, Minnesota. You guys know the drill. Uh, I got a great email from Big John. You ready for this? Mm-hmm. Hey, Raves, just listened to the October 12th Scramble. Sounded great. Ask Mike anything is a hit. I told you it was taking over the nation. Uh, on Wednesday, the 13th, Mrs. Big John and I stopped at Harmony Spirits, introduced myself as Big John, had a few in the tasting room, met Jim, Andy, and Damon. Larry was out back and didn't join us. What a great little place with wonderful people. Big John, I could not agree more. Uh, during our visit, an Amish couple came in the overhead door, looked into the tasting room, but did not enter. Jim said they were supposed to have a, had a blood drive that day, but it was canceled. Uh, just an ist- interesting encounter. Uh, <laughs> he should have bought them a drink. Cheers, by the way, Big John. Uh, oh, he sa- also says, I bought a couple of jugs, one for my Kansas City daughter and one for Peg. Great. Keep it up, Big John. 
That's really cool. Honest to God, Mike, I absolutely love that place. It's a beautiful tasting room in Harmony, Minnesota. They make handcrafted spirits right there on site, and their craft cocktail menu uh, rotates throughout the entire year. So if you go in one day, they might have something available. The next day, they're going to have something completely different. It's it's really, really cool, and those guys are fantastic dudes at, at Harmony Spirits. When I make it down there, and if any Amish want to come out for a drink, <laughs> all drinks on me that day for only the Amish. That'd Just be really cool. Well, I don't know a lot of Amish people. I would like to meet them. Oh, what if... What if I don't even know if they drink. What I if no you idea. post about it that you're going there, and some guy goes, yeah, I'm Amish. I'm there. But Let's I drink. Go. And then it's and it's We're doing it. I'll do it all night long. <laughs> That's awesome. They'll have to close at some point, right? Right, exactly. So anyway, uh HarmonySpirits.net is their website. Also check out their Twitter account at Harmony Spirits. Uh, they do a really good job of posting about events and upcoming tastings and all sorts of stuff uh, at their website and at their Twitter account. So please tell them if you stop in that you heard about them on the weekly scramble. Michael. Thank you. Reavers, you're the best. Uh, please do us a favor and rate and review the show on any number of uh, platforms, including iTunes, Spotify, whatever the case might be, just to make sure that other people get the chance to listen to the Weekly Scramble. For Mike Fratelloni with Fratelloni's Ace Harbor and Garden Stores, my name is Chris Reavers. Thank you so much for tuning in. We'll do this again next week. And until then, cheers.